Welcome to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So stay with us as right now we present. Have you ever had a cataclysmic event happen in your life that changes it completely, but when you're there having the event, it doesn't look like it's going to be an exciting human adventure. It looks like a big pile of poop that you're going to have to deal with for the rest of your life. Well, <laughs> our guest is smiling today because she went through a big pile of poop period. And, uh, hey, that's actually pretty good. Uh, and uh, she she uh, has come out the other side and has, has really... Um, it really changed everything about her. And uh, her name is um, Danielle Matthews and uh, Daniela. Is it Danielle or Daniela? Danielle. Yeah, you got it. Got it. Okay. And uh, she, in a, a long, gosh, I remember 2012. It seems like it wasn't that long ago, but that was, that was 10 years ago now. And um, in June of that year, you were hit by my Uncle Bob. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, you know, all of everybody has got a family that's got a drunk uncle or something. That, that <laughs> in, in this particular case, he was Bob, and and but anyway, you you were hit by a drunk driver, and it caused significant brain trauma, and uh, and not to look at you now, you wouldn't, and to look at all the things you're doing, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even begin to believe any of that. And uh, so let, let's begin with you know, telling us you know, a bit about your story. Absolutely. I'm happy to. And it's interesting because June 23rd, 2012, I'll never forget it. And it's wild to think this June will be 11 years. Um, but I, I was 23 at the time. You know, I had been living life, Kevin, like, you know, your typical like 20 something. I had graduated from college. You know, I'd gotten a degree in biology. Um, I thought I was going to go on to grad school. I, I took some. Oh, there we go. And I did what's called Teach for America. I got um, put into a low income area out in Colorado to teach. And so I was teaching sixth grade math at the time. I was snowboarding on the weekends. It was like heaven for me. <laughs> and uh, I was home for summer break and um, was out uh, with a friend for his birthday. Woke up next morning to meet my parents to go to a wedding and seven o'clock in the morning. Someone had been out all night. Uh, they were drunk. They passed out. They came into my lane and hit my car head on. And, you know, my car, thankfully, it wasn't even my car. It was my sister's car. <laughs> um, but it took the impact uh, as it was meant to. And so my body was okay. Like, I looked like this. If you couldn't, you know, I looked okay. Uh, I had burns, you know, from the airbag. But physically, everything seemed to be all right. And even the paramedics that came to the scene, they didn't even take me in. They were like, you seem good. I'm like, yeah, I just feel out of it. And they're like, oh, you're in shock. I'm like, okay, like, I've never been in an accident before. This is shock. All right. Uh, well, as the days and weeks followed, it was very clear that it wasn't shock. It wasn't wearing off and that I actually had a trauma to my brain. My brain hit, had hit my skull and um, like gotten basically tears in the myelin sheath. And so I wasn't able to concentrate. I couldn't get words out. I was, I couldn't take in information. Everything seemed overstimulated. Like light noise, I had severe migraines. And, um, you know, I, I'm an athlete. And I thought I'll push past it, you know, I'll, I'll try to go back to work, like I attempted to just kind of move through it. And I couldn't, um, you know, I, I couldn't perform at work, I couldn't remember what I was doing. 
And I ultimately lost my job and had to move back in with my parents. Cause when you're 23, you don't have a plan B financially most of the time. And, um, expect your health to just be gone. And it was really an intense time, Kevin, because like my identity had been so wrapped up in who I was in the world. You know, Danielle's the snowboarder, Danielle's the teacher, Danielle's great at school, Danielle's all these things. And when all that was taken, you know, I was left at home going like, well, who am I? Like, if I don't have those things, who am I? And, you know, my past life kept getting further and further from me because I wasn't getting better. And then I started to think about my future and it just caused severe anxiety. You know, I was having panic attacks because I didn't know 10 minutes from now how I'd be feeling. So how could I possibly think about a future? And, um, you know, about a year into all of this, my neurologist said to me, you know, with your type of injury, your body's done the healing that it's going to do. And this is just your new normal and you need to adjust your life around your symptoms and you need to move on. And uh, <laughs> that's got to be a hell of a thing to hear. Holy cow. I, you know, I wonder how many people would hear that and take it as truth. And that's what upsets me. Like how many people hold their doctor up on a pedestal? And if the doctor's saying this is what it is, they accept it, that that's what it is. And I don't know why or how or something within me, maybe my higher self, something stepped in and said, (laughs) you're fired. Like, that's not going to be my reality. And so I left that office thinking, like, there's no way in hell I'm going to be sick for the rest of my life. Like, I'm going to find an answer, you know, but he's not going to be part of it. <laughs> if that's his opinion, he's now out of the picture. Um, but, you know, how many other people wouldn't wouldn't have that? And I don't know what it was within me. Maybe it's the athlete in me. You know, I, I, I don't know where it came from, but thank goodness it was there. Um, but I will say it was like a like almost like a reality check, like, because that entire year I had just been kind of of the mindset of like, I'll push through, we'll get through this. And I had been thinking to myself, this isn't fair. You know, I didn't deserve this. And why did this happen to me? And I was depressed and I was anxious. And it was like a very much a victim mentality that I was in. Mm -hmm. And most people would say, well, yeah, you were a victim, but like, that's actually really a disempowered place to be. (laughs) And if I'm victim to this circumstance, then I can't do anything. And that's the place I had been in. And when my doctor said that, something in me said, okay, what can I do here? I can't change the accident, can't change the injury. What can I do? And uh, I realized I could go inward. I could work on my thoughts. I could work on my emotional space. I could try and you know, stop myself from thinking about the future because it made me anxious stop myself from thinking about the past because it was depressing and just be present and find what could I be grateful for now? You know, what is in front of me right now that I could find joy in doing rather than all the things I can't do? What can I do? And as I made myself pivot this way, like my world started to change. I became happier. My parents were like, oh my God, she's going to be okay. You know, like, because I was happy again, I still had all the physical stuff going on. But I realized that there were dimensions to myself that I could actually work on that gave me the power, you know, and allowed me to get out of this victim space and actually empower myself to to take my life in the direction I wanted and realize, like, I have a choice in how I'm going to interact and react with whatever shows up. You know, what's interesting about that, about the accident itself, is that you mentioned that that your uh, um, the airbag 
cause some some abrasions and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it's very possible that the airbag caused the brain injury. For sure. <laughs> yeah, because it just it nope. took me in such a yeah. It like it's like the, that whiplash, right? This everything moves so fast. But nobody wants to say that. No. Um, <laughs> it's like, what do you mean that thing saved your life? What are you complaining about? Which, but in fact, I because I I was in with I was in an accident and got hit in the jaw by the uh, airbag, and it was like I was a boxer uh, when I was younger. That yeah. was a harder punch than I'd ever taken in the ring. Yeah, it feels like gunpowder coming out. I mean, the thing comes out like. Like it's, yeah. it's a punch. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it was a major, and I remember, I remember not remembering, um, and it was right. it, it knocked me cold, uh, which was so. I'm sure that that played a role into it, but once you have it and you've got the issues, so did you go to another doctor or how did you? I mean, you when you basically said, "All right, I'm done with that guy because he doesn't buy. He's I'm I'm not going to buy what he's selling." Uh, did you go to somebody else who was a more progressive idea? Yeah, I mean, I had been seeking out things even prior to that. I had done hyperbaric oxygen treatments. I had found a woman, her name is Mary Lee Esty, who does neurobiofeedback. Uh, oh, she yeah. does it with Walter Reed um, with veterans. And so I had like found people that were uh, offering me options because the neurologist hadn't offered any option in that year either. He was just like, sit tight, you know, it'll heal itself. Um, but I connected after him, I connected with a cognitive therapist that she was like speech language, cognitive therapy. She did um, support groups. So I found myself in a brain injury support group, which was nice, except that everybody was a lot older than me. So it still mm. felt isolating. Like at least I had people that understood the injury and we could laugh about it. But I still was like, well, at least you all have lived life. Like, you know, you're in your 60s. Like I'm in my 20s. <laughs> like This isn't fair. You know, I still have that feeling <laughs> a little sure. bit. Um, but she, she was really helpful in helping me kind of shape my life and, and find things that I could do rather than focusing on what I couldn't. She was really an asset, um, for that, but, uh, she didn't heal my brain. I mean, she was trying to teach me how to live with it and it was beneficial. Um, but the answer came for my physical stuff. It came in a place I wasn't expecting it. And, you know, we got a call from an acupuncturist that had known my mom, had been a student of hers. And um, she said, I've come across something. It's a biotech company. They have a remarkable technology. It's helping everybody I give it to repair at the cellular level. And she's talking like hormones, digestive stuff. Like she's listening to all these things. And she says, I believe it would pass the blood brain barrier and help Danielle. And it's so interesting because I had been so adamant that I was going to get healthy. But I think, Kevin, like I thought I just wake up one day healthy. <laughs> I think it was going to spontaneously happen. Surprise. It's a miracle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I wasn't expecting like, oh, I'm going to have to take a product like or I'm going to have to do something uh, that's going to you know, make it be there. Because I had tried so many different modalities and none of them had touched it. I think I had sort of just kind of given up hope on that. Um, so I missed it. Like this lady calls about this. Here's the answer on a silver platter. And I say to my mom, it's a scam. Like that sounds like BS. You know, I've never heard of redox signaling. Like I'm, I'm not doing that. And uh, thank goodness my mom was having health issues. And she was like, well, if you're not going to drink it, I'm going to drink it. <laughs> She'd already bought it because she trusted her friend. And I was like, all right, have at it, you know. And uh, 
mom had bone on bone. So like she, I don't know, Kevin, you know anybody with that, but it's tough. Like she couldn't make a fist. Oh, you have it. I, I, well, I've had both my hips replaced and, uh, and it's, it's kind of a, a family condition. My sister's had the same thing. Both her hips have been replaced because they were bone on bone. And I got to tell you, it's the most painful thing to try and walk when you are bone on bone. It's just, I can only imagine. Yeah. My mom couldn't do things like she was getting, she was in pain, just like pushing the covers off of her in the morning. Like it would cause that much pain. So I can't even imagine trying to walk, but yeah, she, I mean, she couldn't hold a knife to cut vegetables. It was like together. We were like a complete person. Like I could do things and she, (laughs) she, you know, she could think about it all. Um, so, so mom starts using it. And like six weeks later, she's got range of motion coming back in her hands and her discomfort is like not gone, but it's much less. And I remember thinking to myself, like, eh, placebo, you know, like it's in her head. <laughs> and I was like, I'm happy for you, mom. But like, it wasn't that stuff. <laughs> um, and then my dad started using it. And my dad had a knee injury that had happened like 30 years prior. And, um, Within 10 days, his knee was feeling better. He wasn't having to wear his brace. He had more energy in his workouts. I mean, he was like, he works out every day. And my dad's like, oh, I feel like I'm 30 again. And he was in his 50s. Um, so that's when they sat me down and they said, look, just give this stuff a try. Like, it, it can't hurt you. There's no contraindications. Like, there's no toxicity. Like, just drink it. It's either going to work or it's not, you know, and give it six months. Like, you have a lot of damage. So let's give it time. And um, I'm very grateful that they sat me down and told me to, because that ended up being the thing that that unlocked it all for me. It allowed my system to finally repair the area of my body that needed repair. And I started to get my health back. Um, It was about like like 90 days. It was like three months in that the the shift started. Um, It wasn't immediate, but, you know, it was progress that I had been told I would never have. And that cognitive therapist that I was telling you about, she was watching, yeah, I was seeing her weekly. So she's like watching this progression and she's like, Danielle, I've worked with brain injury for 30 years. Like never seen somebody with such a rapid recovery, you know, so far out from the trauma. And cause I was two years out and she's like, what the hell is this stuff? Like, what did you start drinking? And I was like, salt water. Like, I don't know what it is. And it's, it's so interesting. Like looking back in life and going like, man, that conversation was a catalyst for a lot because it got my mind going, yeah, what is this stuff? Because her clients wanted to learn about it. She wanted to bring it to them. So I had to learn about it to bring it to our support group, you know? And in doing that, I just, it like light bulbs went off for me about the potential of this to help anyone, any living thing repair where they need. But I also started to understand like what I had been through maybe had a reason behind it. Because here I am, a biologist who used to teach, you know, who's been through an intense issue with their health, but come out on the other side, in much part thanks to this. And now I'm in a position that I can teach and educate about a biological breakthrough. Like, not what I expected to do with my biology degree, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> like, here, here's this opportunity. So it's like, uh, and then, you know, I took it, right? Like, I saw that and I went, yeah, what if I shared this with people? And I, I moved down to Florida. I didn't know anybody. Um, but when I was feeling healthy, it was like, okay, let's, let's go. Um, I was dating a guy that was down here. That's why I chose Florida. But um, I just started sharing with the local community. And one thing led to another, like for, you know, probably eight months, people thought I was cuckoo. They thought I was crazy what I was talking about. But then somebody trusted me enough to try it. And it's rippled out. So now fast forward eight years, um, I've helped thousands of people globally. 
And someone said to me, Danielle, you're the epitome of post-traumatic growth. And I was like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> you know, and I never heard this term. And they said post-traumatic growth, like people talk about post-traumatic stress disorder, right? You go through a trauma and you're stuck in this like stress state. Yep. And um, post-traumatic growth is taking the trauma and transmuting it, right? Changing it, using it as a catalyst to step into your purpose, to do more in life, to help other people wake up to things, right? To just, and you, you start to have success you never would have dreamed of. You start to do things you never would have done before because of the event. Had that event not happened, it never would have unfolded. And I went, whoa. <laughs> like, yeah, it's huge. Well, you are a biologist, mm -hmm. and so you've got to have a degree in that. And so that would mean that you are a um, scientific-type thinker of, of things like, as an example, I had a... Uh, a long discussion with a gal who was a she had a psych degree and several others and i was talking to her about uh, being a medium and energy and being a medium and she said none of that's true that does, none of that exists um and she explained to me that like john edward who i've had on my show is he does nothing more than cold readings and and he learns body language and he gets on facebook and he learns about the folks and all that kind of stuff. so they, they think up, there are people that are scientifically minded who think up reasons uh -huh. why it cannot possibly work. Oh. And, and so you were in that camp until you weren't. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm like, show me the research. <laughs> like, you know, this is woo-woo. This is ridiculous. Like, this is made from saline. Like, what are we talking about? I was 100% in that camp. Very left brain. But, I mean, I had been programmed that way. I had been taught how to think in getting my degree. Like, this is what things should look like. And, you know, I think the medical system, I don't know how far we want to go down that hole, but um, <laughs> it's a rabbit hole. But I think, you know, there's ways that we're trained to believe things have to look. And uh, I'm here to tell you, it doesn't have to look that way. <laughs> there are options out there that are, that are not a pill, that are not surgery, that can support the system. This is something that, oh, are you there? Do we yep. have a little blackout there for a minute? Okay, maybe that was all Just a little one. Just okay. the itty bitty one. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Um, We're good. Yeah, I, you know, my grandfather was a Westernly trained doctor and he's passed away, but I remember him saying to me, you know, they taught me how to prescribe the right medication. They taught me how to diagnose and they taught me how to cut. They taught me how to help the human body if I need to get in there. And um, he said, they never taught me about nutrition, food, like, you know, these other aspects to life. He said, we just, we didn't, we weren't trained on it. Um, so, you know, he was admitting to me, like, we have this focus, we can help in these ways. Because when ASEA helped me, you know, he had no context for it. He's like, I didn't learn about that in school. I don't know what it is, but I watched you transform. Like, there's no doubt in my mind, something happened. <laughs> and uh, he at the time was dealing with tremors, um, onset of Parkinson's. And so he was like, I'll try it. I don't understand it, but it can't hurt me. So, you know, let's do it. And I think, you know, uh, we have to sometimes move out of the analytical side of life and, uh, trust <laughs> that sometimes there are things that may, might not make sense. Um, but that can, can support us and they're coming to us for a reason, you know? Well, I would submit to you. And, and even though, 
I, I, and I hate to say this because whenever you say that something bad happened to a good person, it actually was designed for their benefit yeah. over, overall long-term. I, and let me give you a quick story. If, if I, if I can, when I was, I was a bus driver for King County Metro. I wanted to get back into podcasting. I'd started the radio show in 2003, but I was working 55, 60 hours a week, so I couldn't do it very much and so forth. And then I, I, and I said, be careful what you wish for. Cause I said, I want to be able to retire so that I can do this full time. And uh, so a week and a half later, I found the place that I'm living in now, which I could afford to buy outright. And, uh, and so now it doesn't cost me very much to live here. My expenses have gone down. And then as I was moving in here, I fell, and you'll appreciate this, I tore my rotator cuff on my right side. And I, I tore it off. Um, so I had to have surgery to fix that. And then two months later, I tripped over my son's dog and tore my tricep on the other arm and had to have surgery on that. And so I couldn't work anymore. And so even though people, <laughs> when I was at, they were trying to figure out because I was still in a, in a, in a sling, this arm, and that this arm was wrapped up from my, my wrist to my shoulder. And they were trying to figure out how I was going to, you know, like walk and, okay. and, and drive around and stuff. And, and I heard them say, oh, that poor man. It's, you know, I, I'm so sorry for him. He's, he's got, but you know something? It was one of the greatest moments of my life because I was able, even though it was a negative on the face of it, it turned out to do exactly what I wanted to be able to do and to, and, and stuff. So it became a really, it became a really important thing. Same thing happened to you. Yes. Yeah. You know, there's something, I love the, the symbol of the yin yang, uh, okay. you know, the black into the white and the white into the black. And I think there's, there's polarity in this life. Like we can't get away from it. The sun sets and it gets dark, but then the darkness leads to the sun rising and, and it comes back out. And I think what can happen in life is we think everything's supposed to be good. We think everything's supposed to be sunny and nice and happy. And we like seek and move towards those things. But the reality is life is complete when we have both. We can only appreciate sunny days when we've been through the rainy days and we appreciate the rainy days when we've been through the sunny days like you have to realize that everything's always flowing and so when we're in these times that are challenging that are difficult that some might say are bad i would actually submit to you like no don't don't put that judgment on it because then you move into like duality where like this is better than this and it's this versus this but if you keep it in what's polarity like it's just no it's just an opposite <laughs> And it's going to move into its opposite eventually. Like everything will continue to cycle and flow. It's impossible for it not to. What goes up comes down. That's the way it goes. And so if you are in one of those times though, it's like, it's asking for you to pay attention. Life, when I say it, I mean, life is asking for you to pay attention. Like, what are you supposed to learn? What are you supposed to be doing? Maybe like you, it's pivoting you. So now you can move in a different direction. You can podcast full time. You know, you can get on the radio show. You can do all these things. For me, 100%, it moved me into a direction where I've now been able to help thousands of people. People I never would have helped, touched, met, had I stayed on the track I was on. You know, but these things happen and they're happening for us all the time. And I, it frustrates me when people like, you know, this, 
it's almost like enabling to say like, oh, you're, it shouldn't have happened to you and poor old man, right? Whatever they were saying to you. And like, people would say to me all the time, you didn't deserve that. Well, who would deserve that? No one deserves to be hit by a drunk driver. <laughs> like, it's not, at seven o'clock in the morning. No, <laughs> that's the least thing that you would, that's not something that you expect to have happen at seven o'clock in the morning. No, no. Two people should be sleeping. Um, that person should have been. So well, he was sleeping. He was just sleeping in the wrong place. Behind the wheel. Yeah. Just totally forgot. <laughs> to go to bed and you know it's interesting because i think what would be more beneficial is if when you see somebody going through a challenging time you actually like say to them wow like you're gonna be learning things you never knew about yourself like life is opening another door for you i can't wait to see what unfolds for you like you start talking about the good that can come from it rather than making them feel like they're powerless and they're a victim and like, oh, poor you. Like I, as nice as that is, and I know it's coming from a good place, it doesn't help. And I think if we can help shine light on what could be post-traumatic growth, right? Like what I experienced, uh, where people can take what they've been through and, and become more because of it. I think that that's empowering. I think people need that. I think so many people are stuck in this stress state and they don't know what to do. And they think it's going to be with them forever. And the reality is no, like it's just asking to be felt understood for you to tr learn the lesson you're supposed to learn so you can move through it. That's all. You know, it's, it really is interesting because some people, when they look at the title of my show, which is Positive Talk Radio, they go, oh, it's it's a false thing. It's being positive and just, you know, puppy dog tails and, and, and sunshine and, and it's Pollyanna and none of it's real. What I like to present are people who are really have real stories to tell about what actually happened in their life and how they overcame it to do some wonderful things. Because let's look at it realistically, Danielle, is that because of your because of that guy, by the way, was he arrested? <laughs> yes, but. <laughs> oh, never mind. I don't yeah. want to <laughs> that's we don't need to go down that story because I, I got a feeling I know where that's going. But yeah. at the same time, he was a catalyst for you to put to save or to change many, many lives who you will never even know who they are. Yep. And that's how the universe works. Yep. And in, in my humble opinion, I believe that this program and what people are going to hear from this, from you and me today, I didn't know what we were going to talk about. We had a kind of an idea, but, but from what people are going to hear from what you and I are saying today is it's going to change somebody's way of being, somebody's way of life, that they can do something different with themselves that they didn't even believe was possible yesterday. And so today they're going to take that challenge and they're going to go do that. And we'll never know. And that's okay. It doesn't matter. We're making the change and we're making it work. You are delightful. I just have to tell you. And I'm so glad that you're better. Is your, and then, so you've been taking a CF for a long time now. Is, is your, you, I mean, you seem like you can remember your name and all sorts of things <laughs> like that. So are you a hundred percent back to normal? Uh, yeah. I, you know, I've had a, a full recovery. Thank goodness. And um, it's I want to think, I want to, I want people to think about that. You had a full recovery, but you were two years in and no signs of visible recovery. And now you are 100% recovered. That's yeah, that's It's amazing. Insert ASEA. I mean, that was the inflection point for me. And 
not saying that it healed me, cured me or anything. It's just like that enabled my body to finally figure out where the damage was and repair it. And my system knew what to do. It was like amazing to watch the repair process just be accelerated. And people ask me all the time, like, why do you still drink that stuff? You know, because I do, I still drink it every single day. And you know, I've traveled, I've forgotten it, whatever. It's not like my, my brain injury comes back, right? That repaired, but I lost my health once. I will never take it for granted again, ever, because when you lose your health, that's everything. And so I look at this and I say, well, if this is helping stimulate my cells to figure out where's their damage, what needs repairing, what needs to be killed off, what's mutated, right? It's doing that before it ever reaches the system level, before I'm even aware that there's an issue in my body. Um, why wouldn't I take that forever? <laughs> like, that sounds like something that's just going to forever keep me in a space where I can stay well. And so it's, you know, it's really a gift. Um, I think, I think that this is something that will be in everyone's household. I, I hope that that is the case because everyone deserves to feel good. And unfortunately, I think many people have been told what you have is chronic. Oh, that's just part of getting old. Oh, there's nothing we can do for you. And I just want to say, like, I was told the same thing. And look at me now. Get told that all the time. Get told that all the time. By the way, um, the other thing is that you have got, I believe that you have five reasons to continue to take it because of your family. Five reasons to continue to take it because of my family. Well. Don't you have four children? <laughs> no. <laughs> Was I reading that wrong? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking? I got a dog and a cat. Perfect. Like, That's oh. two. Can we come up with two more? I've got two beautiful orchids, a cactus. Uh, <laughs> Where the hell was I reading that? I don't know. But I, I, I read, so, I read so many things. Forecasting my future right now. <laughs> well, that that could very well be. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could very well be. But uh, you you are, um, but but if it's okay, so. We, you want to stay healthy for the people that you're going to meet in the well and also um it's important for you to be healthy so that the people that that you talk to um they can they can look at you and say I do, <laughs> do you remember the movie when harry met sally yes but i'm like terrible with movies so. <laughs> well my, my favorite my favorite line in that whole movie was uh harry and sally were at they were friends and they were at a um cafe having lunch <clears throat> and and they were talking about uh, a, a woman uh, faking an orgasm and so uh, so she she so and it was um uh, billy crystal and meg ryan and so billy crystal was saying no you can't you can't fake those kinds of things you can't and so she demonstrated for him what it it was like to fake one of those and the lady down uh, down the the uh, couple of seats was taking your order and she'll say i'll have what she's having <laughs> <laughs> and and so that's that's why what you do is important because somebody's gonna go oh did you pause? i'll have what she's having oh you're coming back oh am i back you're back <laughs> okay so you, people are gonna look at you and say she's i'll have what she's having because mm -hmm. it's it's suiting and it's causing her to do do really well. Now I know that people can get involved with this country company. We'll leave that for a different conversation because it's more important to talk about the health benefits. Have you figured out why it's healthy for you? 
Yeah. I mean, it's just going to help you repair where you need. Like that's, like, that's the beauty of it. It's also what makes it sound too good to be true. It's also why people think like, oh, it's a scam. One thing can't do all these things. But the truth is the mechanism of action is that it's going to stimulate the call for help and repair your body where your body needs. And so I have helped so many people. And the question I always get, can I help with this issue? Can I help with that issue? And I say, look, is there a cell involved? Like this is going to go down on the cellular level and allow those cells to start doing what they're supposed to do. So it will trickle up to whatever tissue, whatever organ, whatever system of the body. And that is profound. And that might be for your parent. It might be for your daughter. It might be for your dog. You know, it's, it's one of these things. It's like any living thing can get benefit from it. And I, on a daily basis, get messages, get pictures, get all sorts of stuff. You know, I had somebody last week sending me a picture of plants and I'm like, what are you, what are you showing me? <laughs> and they're like, I sprayed a sea on these ones and not on these ones. And I thought they were like, like one was like hardly a seedling. The other was like six inches long. And I was like, holy cow. She goes, yeah, that's life. Like you put redox in boom, life can, can just exist it up at a better rate. And, um, you know, I, I love what I get to do. It's, it's a blast. I meet awesome people and it's, it's really cool too, to like around the world, you know, globally, we're all humans on this human journey and we all have the same physical body. <laughs> we all need to keep that physical body healthy. And it's amazing that I run into the same stuff. Doesn't matter if I'm talking to somebody in Singapore, Australia, somewhere in Europe, it's the, it's the same, the same things, you know, and they're being told similar things from their medical community. Like it's really interesting, uh, this journey we're all on and the mindsets that I've learned, the, the spiritual connection I now know to be very real has been something that I've also been able to work into all of my conversations and like globally, again, like it just resonates with people like this journey that we're all on, the things we need to learn, how our obstacles can actually be our opportunities. You know, it's, it's powerful. And I just, I'm grateful that I'm in a position to, to get to connect with people in that way. And there's also a business attached to, and I know you're doing very, very well with your business, yeah. which, 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 which is cool. And congratulations for that. But more importantly, it doesn't matter uh, what you're making business wise, if it wasn't helping your health. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I, anything I earn is in direct reflections to lives touched and changed. And like, that's my job. My job is to help people feel better. And I love that. <laughs> I get to wake up and do that every day. And it's, uh, it's really a blessing. And, you know, I, I don't know what else to say, except that like, if people are looking for more, you know, like if you, if you're struggling with something, it is weird to think the answer might've come to you from this show. I get it. Like, we don't expect things to come to us, but like the universe has a way, or if your belief is God, God has a way of putting things in front of you, but you got to be receptive. You got to be open. You know, you got to say yes. Like I always tell people walk through the door. Doesn't mean you need to stay in the room, walk through the door. Like it's put in front of you for a reason. Is this the door I need? No. Okay. I'm going to leave. Right. Like I just, people get in their heads so much and I, I did it. So I totally get it for six months. I'm like, Mommy bought salt water from some crazy lady. Like, why is this in the house? What are you doing? You know, so. So I got to ask you, you, um, your parents sit you down. <laughs> they have a, uh, what do they call it? A, um, 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 like an intervention. <laughs> and it's, that's what I was thinking. 
an intervention. Now, daughter, I want you to hear this because we're doing this for your good and yeah. you're going to sit there and listen to what we have to say yeah. and, you know, and, and do the intervention part. So you're six months in. You've been drinking it for six months. You notice significant changes. When did you decide to start? Um, I, I well, it's probably not a very good question because if you were if you were noticing those kind of changes after six months, why wouldn't you want to yell it from the from the uh, uh, from the mountaintops? Well, one would think I would have had that like logical you know thing. Like I did, I did tell my cognitive therapist support group. Like that was like a no brainer, you know, like I got to help other people with brain injury. Like, let's tell now, them. Let me ask you when you did that and they started taking it, did it help them? Yeah. I, and then my cognitive therapist, I didn't even know she was dealing. She'd been bit by a tick. She had like all of these chronic, like fatigue, like all this stuff. I didn't know. She never talked about it, you know? And this was something that they had a topical gel and she had like discomfort all over her body. She would get really intense stuff. And she would rub the gel there and it would like vanish. So she had it in her desk. And she said, you have no idea. Like I can get through my day now, like with my clients. And so we saw great things. And I, it's funny because I was saying to my mom, like, you know, I don't know what to do now that I'm healthy again. And I can finally think about my future. It wasn't so clear. Again, I didn't connect the dots very quickly. You know, I was saying to my mom, I want to do something where I have purpose. I want to do something where I have flexibility with my time. Because if something happens, I want to be where I want to be and not have to ask a boss to get there. And I also said to her, I want to do something where I can create an income, even if I can't physically show up. And that was like, my mind didn't know how to conceive that because everything I'd ever learned in life was you do X work and you get paid Y, <laughs> you know, like you get Those a job. Those to the grindstone. Those to the yeah. grindstone. Exactly. And so I'm like, but that didn't work. Like I felt no security in that because when I lost my health, I couldn't work. And like, Kevin, I couldn't unknow that, like, I could lose my health again and thus lose my ability to earn. And so I was and like, you lost your, and you lost your job after, after you couldn't function anymore. And, and so you were scared that was going to happen again. Don't blame me. Exactly. And I'm like, so how do you, but what do you do? Because my whole, like, I went to one of our top universities. They taught me how to get a good job. <laughs> you know, like they didn't tell me how to create residual passive income like that's not a conversation anybody's having and lo and behold my mom she's like you should do a SIA and I was like the stuff that helped me heal and she was like yes and I was like what do you mean she said well you know it's shared through network marketing it's shared through word of mouth people have to buy it from somebody they can buy it through you it's flexible you're helping people and it can create passive income because if people keep buying it you keep getting paid and I was like, mom, that is the sleaziest thing to be involved with. Like, I would never do that. <laughs> I went at her and she's like, Danielle, you don't know what you don't know. And she said, you just come and I want you to sit in on a conference and actually understand what this is. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll come to one. Never ask me again. I mean, this is, it was not like clear. So I sit in this, on this conference and I'm sitting down listening to the founder, um, his son actually speak and I'm like on the edge of my chair I'm, I'm getting goosebumps head to toe I like can't take my eyes off this man for like eight hours he's talking and I'm like whoa and it was all clicking like I was like I, this is not what I thought it was like I was expecting him to like talk about money and blah 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 he never talked about money he was talking about being a force for good in the world serving the people in front of you that we were given a gift and we're meant to pay it forward and I was like 
this resonates with my being like on a soul level. It's a yes. And so I, um, you know, I said, all right, I'm going to start doing this, but like who does network marketing? I didn't have a network. I'd been, you know, in bed for two years. I hadn't talked to anybody in a long time and know anybody. I was moving to Florida, like terrible idea, <laughs> but, but I didn't know. I just knew in my being, like, this is what I'm supposed to do. I literally had to Google networking. Like, how do you network? Um, and it's like wild, you know, I got into motion again, the universe puts things in your path. The first networking event I ever went to, I met a man, him and his wife ended up being mentors of mine for several years. They taught me how to do business and like the rest is history. And it's just like, I look back now and it's like, there were the probability of success was like not there, but the possibility existed. And I was in this spirit of possibility. Like I want to create life on my terms. And I have people like at the beginning I had a lot of friends that were telling me like, you're crazy. I had family members saying, get serious, Danielle, your brain injury's over. You need to go back. You need to get a real job. You need to get back to work. Like, and I was saying, no, like that's not real to me. Like, I know you think it's safe. I don't find it safe. <laughs> you know, I don't think that's secure. I think this is, <laughs> you know, I'm creating something here. I'm learning, I'm growing. And now fast forward eight years, similar friends, saying to me, do you think I could do something like that? Like, how did you, how could I get out of this job that was supposed to be everything, right? But they're not feeling emotionally satisfied. Do you think I could step into entrepreneurship? And I'm like, heck yeah, you can, but it's going to take a little while, <laughs> like, you know? And to me, network marketing is a beautiful space to begin because you have mentors, you have leaders, you've got all these people around you. You're not figuring out entrepreneurship on your own. And, um, it's, it's something that I think everyone should experiment with, you know, like who wouldn't want to create another like 500 bucks a month? Like, why wouldn't you create another like residual income in case something happens, right? Be ready for plan B before you need the plan B. It's, it's like, that's one message that I try to get out to people. It's like, you just, you never know when something's going to unfold. I, anyone could be hit by a car tomorrow. Like it just, we don't know. <laughs> and are you ready? Could you sustain it? Like, what have you done to prep yourself? And, um, you know, I'm eight years in people say to me all the time, you're so lucky that you can live life the way you live it. And I said, it's, there's not, there's no luck. I intentionally thought about what I wanted to create and I have worked very hard <laughs> to be able to create that. And it's not been easy, um, but it's entirely worth it. I have a quick story that, um, yes. again, and it involves network marketing. There's another company that I've been part of. When I was doing the radio show in 2003, I had a gal, she's passed now, but she came on the show, and her name is Faith, and she had a um, a, a company called Isogenics, and it was a brand yeah. new, yeah, brand new company at the time in 2003, and she yeah. was one of those people that knew somebody who knew somebody who said, hey, we got a great new company, and it's all brand new, and we want you on the ground floor. So she ended up on my radio show. And I got convinced that I that I should join. And so I did. And uh, fast forward a year and a half or so, I was sitting, uh, we were having a conference with uh, five ladies and me and a mentor. His name is Kirk. He lives in uh, Las Vegas. And um, he was telling us all the things that we needed to do to be successful in network marketing business. You go do this and you go talk to this and you go there and you do this and all that kind of stuff. And we were like, oh, man, and you'll relate to this. Oh, man, this is hard. I don't know that I can do this. You want me to go do what? 
and talk to who and and put myself out there and, and are you crazy and uh and we were so we were all like that and this goes by for about a month and then we have the meeting and one of the gals um her name is nicole and she comes to the meeting and she says you know what i've decided that this is easy i can do this this is fun this is exciting It'll be a lot of fun. And Kirk and her started working together, and we were all working together still. And all the rest of us, all five of us, had said, This is hard and we can't do this. And then we dropped out. She is now a multimillionaire with that company. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Because she, she made the decision screw no, mm-hmm. screw I can't, I can do anything. And so I'm going to. And you made a similar decision like that, and and uh, um, that's how that's how you became. But the the thing is, it can happen to anybody if you have the right mindset. Exactly. That's anything in life. Doesn't have to be. But network marketing is like a beautiful model because you're like pushed to face this part of yourself like very quickly. Of okay, like I've got to do things that are uncomfortable. You know, I got to get outside of my comfort zone. The magic happens there. But like that's anything in life. You know, like and there's so much beauty outside like our mind keeps us so small like it tries to keep us safe it worries and it's like no stay here because this is known and this is okay but there's so much out there like we need to just open ourselves to it and walk into it and explore it and like I said before you don't have to stay in the room but open the door see what's in there you're probably going to meet some cool people right (laughs) leave if you want to and I life is too short. Like you, you literally don't know when the end date is. So why wouldn't you be living as if everything is exciting? Everything is fun. like a kid, you know, watch your dog. Like the dog is just happy all the time going, going, not worried. Like have that spirit with life again. I think, I don't know, adulthood just like smashes us all down and you got to bring that childlike, what are the possibilities? You know, what could I do? Bring that to, to the world and things unfold. Magic does happen. Well, you know, what's interesting uh, about all of that is that you never know where the information is going to come from yeah. and where, and, but your guides and your, 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 your people, I firmly believe that we have teams of people on the other side that are dedicated to helping us do exactly in life what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put me in this position. I didn't do this. This has all been done for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the only thing that I have is, is some people I have that say I have a good radio voice, but other than that, all, <laughs> of, <clears throat> all of this has been done for me. And, uh, um, just like, just now having said that, that doesn't mean that I don't, I don't work my ass off every week to do this. Yes. I think people get it wrong. They think like life's just going to like, whatever it all happens. Like, no, like there's, you are not control of in control of how it happens or when it happens your control is saying i want to go in this direction and i'm going to take the actions that i can and then the rest works itself out you come in the right room you meet the right person the right connection blah 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 blah. but yeah you have to like pray and move your feet right like set the intention for what you want it's not gonna just sit back and come like you gotta move (laughs) you cannot steer a parked car right get into motion and all of a sudden now all right we can navigate you and the other thing is, is that, that when you, and you know, they talk about the law of attraction and, and putting up the, the dream board and all of that kind of stuff. It's great to put up a dream board. It gives you something to think about. But mm-hmm. if you're not actively working to create 
the circumstances by which the dream board comes true, then it will never happen for you. It's, it's, it's like, you know, the, the way, the way it works, I'll give you an example. And, and you don't also get the, um, you don't ever get the timing. Now, 20 years ago, I worked for a company called Alliant Food Service. They were bought by U.S. Food Service. I had no idea that I was connected to them in any way, but I was also looking to fund this radio show to the best of my ability so that I could keep it going so that I could get it to grow. And, and so last, um, last April, I get this letter from U.S. Food Service, and they said, um, you have a pension coming, and we want to make sure that we have your right address, and so if you could give us a call to make sure all your information is correct. And I said, oh, I have a what coming? What? And so, so I called them, and they said, well, yeah, you have, and this is from 20 years ago, from 2000 2000 2002 and um i said i have a what and well and i said can you tell me how much it is and um they said no we're not allowed to do that but if your information is all correct you'll get a package in the mail and um in before my 65th birthday because that's when your pension kicks in so i was thinking oh well that's kind of nice like you know maybe it'll be you know a couple hundred bucks i can buy uh something with it and and stuff like that and and uh, it was uh, so I get the packet. I look through the packet and it tells me how I'm wanting to disperse the funds and do all this kind of stuff. And I get to the very last page. I turn to the last page and it says fifty six thousand dollars. I said, what? Whoa. <laughs> I had no earthly idea it was coming, but the universe had made it possible for that money to be there for when I needed it. And they knew because they have the 50,000 foot view, they knew when I would need it and what that money was earmarked for. I had no earthly idea. All I did, and you said this word earlier, all I did was trust. Yeah. Yeah. And everything worked out fine. Exactly. You got to have faith, faith and fear, right? Two sides of the same coin, both require you to believe in something you can't see. So you can be scared of something or you can have faith and trust that it's going to work out. You pick. I'd say the faith side's a lot easier. It's a lot more fun. <laughs> exactly. And, and uh, by the way, if you send me an email asking for a loan on that money, it's gone. So don't worry about it. <laughs> so, but in, in any event, Danielle, it has been such a pleasure talking to you today. Uh, likewise. Thanks for having me on, Kevin. Did, the, did this work out differently than you thought it would? I had no idea where we were going to go with this conversation, and it was fabulous. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And so did I. Uh, will you come back and see us again? Of course. Yeah, anytime. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I've got uh, this uh, bottle of water. I've actually got two of them in, in my in my cabinet that I'm going to have to get out. And and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you. I'll, I'll let you. I'll, okay. You've convinced me again. <laughs> Use that stuff. <laughs> it's amazing what it'll do for you. <laughs> and I, I, I think I think you may be right. And again, Danielle has been with us. Uh, her last name is Matthews. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, how do they do it? Yeah, I think best place go to Instagram. Uh, it's just Danielle Matthews is my handle. There's an underscore at the beginning and the end. And I've got all sorts of stuff in there. I've got an ebook that I've written. I've got you know lots of information on post traumatic growth. If you're interested in the ASEA Redox, you can go explore more there. Uh, just go to the link and send me a message. I love hearing you know where people get connected in from and what resonates. And I'd love to continue the conversation with anybody you know over there. And you also do 
on your on your one of your websites, which is you've got uh, relaxation exercises and and meditation exercises and all of that, which is really really helpful. That's where I saw it. Okay, it was. <laughs> what did you see about children? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yes, it was on a testimonial. Oh, that is my friend, probably Greg. He's the one with a lot of kids. Yeah, not me. Yes. I, <laughs> he said, I started using Relax technology as an athlete in 2010, and its impact on that realm cannot be overstated. Enhanced endurance, less fatigue, quicker recovery. Now as a busy working professional, husband and father of four. I forgot the, I forgot the husband part. Um, a father of four <laughs> keeps me going. I have energy for 16 hours a day. Thank God. I, I see, I don't need it because I didn't have a brain fart. I knew what I, I, would. I was like, where did you read about kids? The funny thing is Greg now has five kids. I oh, appreciate that. Yeah. He had a, a, he finally had a boy. They had four girls and anyway, now he's got a boy. Um, but yeah, I, we didn't talk about it. Maybe next time I come on, we talk about it. I love working with people that are going through things, whether it's like an intense trauma or just stress and they're trying to figure out life. Um, meditation, yoga nidra specifically, you can go to my website and do one. Um, I can work with you to make one specific for you. And I also work with yoga therapy, helping people to just release things without, it's not like talk therapy. <laughs> you don't have to go into the story. This is just helping the body to release, connecting in with your divinity and allowing that to come through and clear things. And it is profound uh, to say, to say the least. Can you come back and we can talk about that, please? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> For sure. Hey, we'd love to. Dan, Danielle Matthews has been my guest. And uh, again, and that, by the way, that, that um, website you can go to is brainbodyself.com. Yeah. And uh, you can find out more about her and all of the things that she does in within that. And it's been such a pleasure. So I want to thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was certainly a pleasure. Have a good Is night. there anything else you'd like to add before we go? I don't think so. I just, guys, if something resonated, reach out. Like, act on the impulse. Because when you click this off, you're going to go back to life. And you're going to forget that your intuition was was talking to you. So um, reach out, whether it's to Kevin or to me. Whatever it is, um, we're here. And that's why we have these conversations. Absolutely. And thank you again. And if you wait right there, I'll be right back. Hey, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of PositiveTalkRadio.net. Please visit our website, oddly named PositiveTalkRadio.net, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember... Be kind to one another because each other's all we got.